I'm Steve Ferrano, and welcome to Body Performance, the podcast designed to help you reach your weight loss, fitness, and bodybuilding goals. Last episode, we talked about weight gain and how weight gain is a slow, gradual accumulation of a small amount of calories over a long period of time. And if you're not currently gaining weight, you're not currently overeating. And if you want to start the weight loss process and you're not sure what to eat or what to do, simply eat less of the foods you like. Today, we're going to talk about protein, amounts of protein you need, what it's going to be used for, and if you should eat more or if you should eat less, and then let the hate mail begin. But before we talk about any of that, let's talk about your mindset. Whether it's weight loss or bodybuilding, you have to talk about your mental attitude. Think about what you want, how badly you want it, and then what you're willing to do to get it. Because that's really what it comes down to. What you want, how badly you want it, and what you're willing to do to get it. And my goal with this podcast is to help educate you about how that process occurs, to help eliminate any doubt, get you to your goal faster and easier, and to help with your success. Let me tell you about what happened in the gym recently, and that'll lead into the topics of how badly you want it, and it'll lead into our main topic about protein. I'm in the gym walking by the leg press, and there's this young guy who says, hey man, what do I need to do to get legs like that? And I simply tell him, you got to train him consistently, you got to train him intensely, and you got to train them intelligently. And that just means simple exercises, hard and heavy sets on a regular basis. And he says, well, I do that, but I'm just not getting the results. And I tell him, you have a good upper body. You've got a big chest, back, shoulders, biceps, and triceps. Obviously, you're doing the right things for your upper body. It just looks like you're either not doing the right things for your lower body, or you just don't like training legs. And then he had a quizzical look on his face, and he said, well, you know, I'm, I'm also taking something. Yeah, I can tell by looking at you. I said, I could care less. My buddies were competitive bodybuilders. They lifted like maniacs and had more drugs than them than CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens combined. I said, that doesn't really help your argument. If anything, your legs should be bigger simply from taking the supplements. So what happens? They just work on your upper body, but not your legs? He didn't like that one either. I probably should have been less honest. And then he says, well, I'm a vegetarian. And I said, well, that doesn't really matter. Again, your upper body's big, your lower body is small, so you're telling me your vegetarian diet only works from the waist up? Same thing with the supplements you're taking? You're going to have to give me a better excuse than that. He really didn't appreciate that comment, and I'm making friends in the gym left and right. But hey, man, it is the truth. The guy just didn't train hard. He liked walking around with his shirt off, but he didn't like walking around with his pants off. So we get into this discussion of protein and leg training and things like that. And I'm saying your vegetarian diet supplies you with more than enough protein for you to get big and strong. And I told him there's a difference between the amount of protein you need and the amount of calories you need. Big difference. I said, but forget about that. You're just not training your legs hard. Get on the leg press and start stacking plates on and start doing sets and reps. And then get on the Smith machine or the hack machine, start stacking plates, and start doing sets and reps. So I don't care that you can't squat. It makes no difference. I haven't squatted since I was 22. But I use the leg press and the hack machine to death. After this discussion, he is definitely not sending me a Christmas card during the holidays. 
Then he starts talking about, again, protein, not getting enough protein. And I'm going to tell him, just like I'm going to tell you, the ugly truth. We just don't need that much protein to build muscle. Now, there's a difference between how much protein you need to maintain and build the muscle that you have and want and the amount of calories that you need to maintain your size and strength. Two different issues. And every time I have this discussion, maybe two people out of 100, 2% of the people believe it. And the hate mail starts to roll in. But I'm going to tell you the truth. You only need about 30 grams of protein a day. And that doesn't come from me. That comes from guys who are scientists from MIT and Harvard. Now, the USDA ups that to 50 grams a day for a woman and 60 grams a day for a man because they take into consideration people are sick, they may be injured, they may be pregnant, they may be breastfeeding. So they take into consideration these other factors and double the amount of protein. Let me give you two more statistics. One pound of muscle contains 100 grams of protein, and the body can only make one pound of muscle per week. Now, let's just take steroids out of that equation. Let's take out guys who've been training for 30 years. Physiologically, the body can only make about one pound of muscle per week. Again, all things being equal. We take those two bits of information... 100 grams of protein for one pound of muscle, one pound of muscle synthesized in one week, and that means we need about 15 additional grams of protein per day for seven days to build that one extra pound of muscle that we could possibly build, or those four pounds of muscles that you're going to build, hopefully, in a month. This should open up your eyes to a lot of information. When I read stuff on the internet or watch a video where a guy says, I put on 10 to 15 pounds of pure muscle in a month, you know that's bullshit. Because physiologically, in a natural environment, you can only put on about 4 pounds of muscle in a month. And again, that's going to differ. If you're brand new, you can't train hard enough to put that amount of muscle on because you'll be so sore you can't even move. And then if you've been training for 30 years, you know you're not going to pack on 1 pound of muscle in a week. But again... All things being equal, one pound is the maximum amount of muscle that we can make in a week. Plus, you have got to remember this. All the foods you eat, almost every one of them, either has protein in them or is fortified with additional protein. Fish, chicken, and beef are protein and they are muscle. So they are a complete protein. If you eat fish, chicken, or beef, you don't need any additional protein supplements or branched-chain amino acids because you're already eating muscle. Then think about all the carbohydrates you eat, the oatmeals, the breads, the bagels, any additional dairy products. All these things contain some type of protein, whether it's from dairy, whether it's from eggs, vegetables, or grains, and whole wheats. We are receiving more than enough protein. There is nobody in the United States that is running a protein deficit. And as a matter of fact, most people eat too much protein when they're trying to lose weight. I'll talk about that in a second. Naturally, the obvious question is, hey, Steve, okay, so I need 40 to 50, let's say 100 grams of protein a day just to be on the safe side. That's only about 400 calories because there's four calories per gram of protein. Brother, I'm going to waste away. And my answer is, whoa, hang on. 
You need 100 grams of protein to maintain and build your current muscle, but you're going to need a hell of a lot more total calories to maintain your size and your strength. Big difference. This means if you're eating a 2,500 calorie a day diet and 40% is protein, 40% is carbohydrate, and 20% is fat, you're eating 1,000 calories of protein, 1,000 calories of carbohydrates, and 500 calories of fats. And that breaks down to 250 grams of carbohydrates, 250 grams of protein, and about 55 grams of fat. Again, more than enough protein to make you big and strong. After that, it's what you do in the gym, not what you stick in your mouth that will make you bigger and stronger. As a matter of fact, the best thing to eat if you want to get bigger and stronger is carbohydrates. If you've ever been around a bodybuilder preparing for a show, they cut out their carbohydrates in order to drop body fat and they begin to waste away. I tell guys in the gym, if you want to get bigger and stronger, increase your carbohydrate intake and then just lift heavier and harder in the gym. The more carbohydrates you take, the better your energy levels will be, the more energy you will have available to utilize that protein that you're eating to build muscle, and then that protein that you're eating is not going to be used as an energy source. Carbohydrates, therefore, do a variety of things. They not only fuel your workout, they fuel the use of protein to help build muscle. So believe it or not, building muscle not only takes energy in the gym to lift weight, it takes energy when you're resting to put that protein to use, to put those amino acids to use to help rebuild your muscles. If you're a person who is trying to lose weight, additional protein is not going to be your friend because additional protein is additional calories. And it's so funny when I talk to personal trainers or I talk to people who are using a personal trainer and one of the first things they say is, my personal trainer says I wasn't eating enough. And I'm thinking to myself, you're overweight. You're out of shape. Nobody becomes overweight by eating too little. And now they have you eating even more food? Bad idea. There's a lady at our gym who's being trained by a personal trainer. Unfortunately, she's very overweight. And over the last year, it looks like she's lost a little bit of weight. But when I spoke with her, she said her personal trainer has her eating about 1,600 to 1,650 calories a day. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, that is about 500 too many. And after a year and a half of personal training, you should be at your weight loss goals or pretty darn close. And I'm not sure if her personal trainer just is not familiar with what somebody should be eating to lose weight or if her personal trainer just wants to keep this lady on the hook so she's a paycheck every month. Now, there's nothing wrong with a protein shake as a meal replacement, but additional protein shakes are going to be additional calories that you have to factor into your total calorie daily intake. And that's something you definitely want to keep in mind when you're planning out your diet and totaling up your calories. On my next episode, we're going to talk about what to eat after a workout, where and how your body burns calories, and how many calories you really burn during your workout. I'm Steve Tarano, and this is Body Performance.